4: you held my hand when I had nothing left. Good morning everyone
1: and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 107 one everything entertainment everything I've never
3: oh. peed on anyone like that before
1: I'm Jason Matheson along with <laughs> Alexis Thompson Don yes. McLean, and Kenny you
2: Woo-hoo! know Happy Friday. Happy
1: fri- you can watch Friday, that video. Alexis, Alexis posted I it on lie. her
2: Instagram not too long ago. <gasps> yes. Did. And it was really oh. funny. I, I don't think I've ever seen the actual video. <laughs> I am
3: like, wow. <laughs> she made that with, for the
1: variant. <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah.
3: It, I l- forgot there was a video, too.
1: Lex, do you want to quickly explain uh, to new folks what you you did to me?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is Project Down and Dirty at the Minnesota Zoo. 2017?
1: 2017, yeah.
3: Yeah, and Dawn, you were out. You were going. You went I to another zoo. Yeah, yeah, I was in yeah. Texas Zoo. So it was Jason me, and plus you probably wouldn't have gotten in there too
2: because we were in the middle of a lake. Um, there, that's yeah. something I I would have gotten into a cage with a gorilla before but doing not
3: that. that <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> right. Well, there was a pipeline that goes into the middle of the lake, and we had to collect some snails and. <laughs> clean them, and then we had to clean this box that helped mm-hmm. filter the lake. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't realize how deep it was by mm-hmm. the end of that lake there and, mm-hmm. it, but where the box was, so we went out there with our brooms, and we cleaned it off real good, and did our job, and then it had to come, come back, and Jace, you could touch, because we were in waders, but I couldn't,
5: Yeah. so
3: what were we going to do? I just jumped on your back, Yeah. and because <laughs> the yeah. water started going into my waders, and yours too.
1: Yes, I was we starting to sink. sink.
3: Yeah, we, scary. as a
1: collective unit, <laughs> as a as a one, as a, uh, I felt like a humpback whale, and then Lex was like an amoeba that you know, uh, like a anyway, so a she's parasite, a yeah, parasite, was a parasite, <laughs> so, holding on. So I'm trying to walk with. <laughs> my Filipino friend on me.
4: <laughs> yeah, and we're laughing so she, hard. She, and you're like, she, get out of
3: me. And yeah, you're like, what are me? you doing, Lex? I'm like, I can't reach. You have to help
1: me. I know. And I go, Lex, I can't walk, and we're sinking. <laughs> we're literally sinking. <laughs> yes. So Lex starts to laugh so hard, oh. that, and I'm just trying to get to shore, and all of a sudden she goes, <sighs> I'm peeing right now. I just peed. Oh, my god, Jason, I'm peeing right now. And I'm like, you're what? She's, I'm peeing right now. And then, you know. Uh, the I've never law.
3: peed on anyone like that before.
1: Yeah. That's what. Right, yeah. That was um, talking
3: about it afterward. Yeah. yeah. I know what mm-hmm. really sat with It was me. still in the weeders, though. So yeah. does that really count?
1: Kind of. It still and does. Just, you were on my like, back. like the
3: environment was all, you oh, know. We were laughing like a, so hard.
1: Filipino placostomus <laughs> little just suckered right to me yes um what what like, Dawn, I, what I just
2: what stuck with me was after when they told you did you know that there are so many snapping turtles in there oh there's oh, like uh, like a yes! thousand or something like a hundred snapping i don't know how oh. many but i was like excuse me they didn't tell you that before you went in i mean no, i mean, nope. surely wouldn't anything uh, new no. i mean Again, just like
1: we always joke for years that they didn't care about kids in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, you know, it's our forever thing. Uh, we, would, You know, the, the curly slides were made of hot molten uh, metal. Yes. Uh, the monkey bars were constructed over gravel. You know what I mean? So, uh, like, when we uh, fell, you know, when we uh, fell, we didn't fall. Like, now kids fall on hamster shavings <laughs> and, like, ground-up tires. We yeah. wood
2: chips, but it still we had, was bad.
1: It's still bad. I mean, in Indiana, we couldn't afford wood chips. We had we had recycled (laughs) gravel, you know, or
2: tires. They do that. That heats up. Yeah, we didn't even have
1: that. No, girl, we had gross, (laughs) nasty ass gravel underneath our monkey bars. So they didn't care about us as kids. My talk didn't care about us in the early <laughs> days of these project down and dirties. Let's be very clear. I mean, we were in a trailer uh-huh. with no, uh, in, 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 at the fair with no air conditioning in year oh, one. That's right. We no were in a, showers. we were in a, yeah, year two, they put us in a store, um, with no running water. Mall um, of America. <laughs> in yep. all Mall of America. Again, let me repeat oh. that. We had no running water. <laughs> And they expected well, us to one sleep sink. there. <laughs> there was one oh, sink. I'm sorry, Lex. We had one we could sink. You go to
2: the bathroom, right? I mean,
1: you could maybe get out you in the yeah. sink. Yeah. Julia got, got in it and was able to take a bath because she's so small. She's like but a bird. I mean, She's, she's like, like a, a bird. Bath. But, you know, the rest of us were like, what do you want us to do, pee in the sink? Like, what, you know? Uh, and then year three obviously was boot camp. And, you know, oh. they thought it was a great idea to have us radio hosts, the most unathletic group of people on earth, uh, do an obstacle course. And, well, we know how that turned out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Two words, emergency room. Yeah. Um, so Got
2: injured. That way yeah. we'll never have... Thank you, Alexis, for sacrificing yourself. and <laughs> will never, ever have ever. to do a physical challenge. <laughs> That's true. I know ever. that for sure. They won't...
1: Ever, ever again. Yeah. Oh, that... Okay, Alexis... Aside that, I always talk about rock band being my least favorite. (laughs) Yeah. But I will tell you, there was, I was, I regret very few things, but I was washed over with regret when the cars, when we were, we were, they put us in these dumb limos. Right. I remember. And it was Colleen, me, and you Lex uh, in one limo. Because it was at night. It was at night. And we pulled up to the barracks and we as we were driving up, the soldiers, the the National Guard, or not National Guard, but the troops were like lined up. The soldiers were lined up. Great. And
3: we could see with the car lights.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And they had just straight faces. And and they approached the limo, one opened up the door and they infiltrated the limo and were starting to scream at us. They're
5: like, get out of the car, Matheson! Top said, what are you smiling about? Get out!
1: (laughs) This is awesome. And I am, I, like... I'm dying inside, and that was the year that I had left TV, and I was only doing radio That's for right, a year. You regret it, and I'm screaming at B. Arthur. I'm like, I hate you. I regret this. I don't care how crappy my contract was at Fox. I hate you. I'm not doing this. Yeah,
3: geez, There was a marked difference in you from the, riding on the in the limo there to when they pulled us out. You were like, no. Oh. I you were joking, but no, you really were feeling that.
1: I that was awful. Yeah.
3: That was I was but like, then it okay. got better. I mean we slept <laughs> they put it, I mean, you and Marley <laughs> in the in the broom closet, do yeah. you remember? Because we had Kenny, to wake up so early.
1: Yeah, they put us they thought it was a good idea. <laughs> They're like, well, we should isolate the morning show because they have to get up early. Yeah. So their version of isolation was, and I will never forget this. They're showing like the, not the barracks. Yeah. The barracks. They're showing the, the sleeping quarters for the rest of the shows. And then I'll never forget Brandon, the, my That's- friend who was our tour guide. He goes, okay. And now I'm going to show you guys where you're sleeping. <laughs> and he starts to walk down this hallway, Kenny. And, and I see that the only door left. Is clearly labeled closet, and I thought, well, we're obviously not going to sleep in a closet.
2: You're like I've done this
1: before. Okay? I've been in a closet until yeah, the late '90s, huh? and son of a bitch, that's exactly.
5: <laughs> yeah. where we were. He's like, here's a
1: room. Look, we set up some cots. They had to move. We had to move cleaning products, uh, and we had like three cots
5: in a closet.
1: And I thought, this is horrible like what are we doing
5: yeah i don't understand why you guys go along with this oh i, I mean I, believe I me i don't care how much you're paying me I, I would i would quit i i seriously if something like this ever comes up i, I will i'll just walk away seriously oh, yeah we- i have said we're the only crew right
1: Le- lex and i have said this and now dawn don's been with us 545 We have said to ourselves within the group, in front of managers and not in front of managers, there is no like our sister station. I don't mean I'm not calling them out, but I'm just keeping it real. They would say, "They would keep." There is no way you guys at Garage Logic would do this, and there would be no no way KS ninety five would ever agree to any of this. And we and we're like, okay, we're gonna do it.
5: (laughs) No, down at 1500 we were all notorious for marching into the manager's <laughs> office and saying to him hell no no absolutely not if if you oh, want gosh. somebody to do this you're gonna have to hire somebody else because we will all collectively quit oh I just like you yeah. know Des would be
1: like, uh-uh, girl, uh-uh. Do what? Chris would be like, what? Ryan, what? Stacy, Stacy would be like, no, I'm going to work for City's 97, peace. Yeah.
2: Well, see, the problem with our staff is that we'd have half that would say yes and half that would say uh, no. Yeah, thank and you, And it would be like, you, then there would be some pressure. Yeah. So you know uh, what? Oh, because we need don't to. you want to help the charities? What, right, because yeah. we did raise we a lot raise of money for military yeah. uh, families. Yeah, that that's year. really what that's
5: it's the part. only Here's yes. thing. Here's the deal: the four of us need to make a pact right here and now. <laughs> no! Seriously, seriously, <laughs> we're not we, doing we need, it. We need to make a pact. If, if we're it's already not cool. the troubled kids, we are.
3: No, if what if not it's a cool, drag cool, show? We're gonna,
5: we're gonna walk. Oh, 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 if it's not cool, okay. Oh, if it's yeah. not cool. Oh, if it's something I, we don't I want to do, that every the four year. of us walk. Well, well, gotcha.
2: The problem is, is that they have to have extensive planning and months of deals with people to care make if this happen. I'm
5: not doing anything like that. Uh, because it's always girl. a surprise to us.
1: And here's the other thing.
2: It's too late to say no. Yeah,
1: here's the other thing. They like Donna and Steve better than us, so they'll just replace us with those two now. So we have no leverage.
2: <laughs> and I'll still have I, I, to The wait problem is, early.
5: you guys like Yeah, Donald <laughs> Don will still yeah. be here. Don will still be here. Yeah, I'm the only one that's willing to walk away at a moment's notice. I can see that right Listen,
2: now. Listen, you won't have to be involved. They'll never make no. you involved because you, you do Garage Logic. You have to keep yeah. with yeah. that because us you wouldn't three. be able to do the things.
0: Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: We're, we're trapped, girl. We're trapped. We're yeah. like Yeah, we're like sister wives. I'm just anyway. When can
2: I take a nap?
1: Yeah, exactly. When can we take a That's nap? That's critical. Uh when we come back, Elizabeth Reese. Uh Elizabeth has gone to one. She was at military. I forgot about that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Really? Yes, yeah.
1: yeah, she was. Uh, <gasps> she was a true she was a trooper man. She because remember, Lex, that's when what? she was doing the show with Marjorie. Yeah.
3: Oh, right. Yep. She was a trooper, <laughs> trooper man. <laughs> that's uh,
1: right. And a little bit later we will go down the rabbit hole. I have a good one today. Uh when we come back.
2: Jace, I hear you're going for a test drive. Didn't you just buy a new car? Not
1: that kind goobers. I'm getting a smile test drive.
2: Oh, with Dr.
1: Amy? Yep. It's kind of like a try it before you buy it kind of thing. In one 30-minute appointment, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can show folks what their smile could look like after one of her legendary smile makeovers.
2: And we all know a good smile means so much to folks.
1: Yeah, it really does. And Dr. Amy is so passionate about it. She's had years and years of experience in cosmetic dentistry and knows what she's doing when it comes to veneers. And she also gets that this is a commitment. So here's great news. Hughes Dental offers a financing option as well.
3: So if you're getting ready for a big event or just want to know more about veneers and Dr. Amy's smile makeover, go
2: to Hughes Dental on Instagram and check out the smiles. Or go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her team.
1: And be sure to let them know you heard about Hughes Dental from My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Let's get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day and the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well,
0: good morning. Good morning. It is Friday. Everybody Everybody gearing up for a nice weekend.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz are fueling rumors that they're dating because they're riding around New York City on a bike and she's holding on to him. And mm-hmm. then he's riding the bike.
2: Where's he? Where's she touching him?
0: Um, she's got her arms around his shoulders and around his like neck, like throat. <clears> throat>
3: oh. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. It's, on his, it's not like
0: a waist thing because it's like a bike. The pegs and, in the and, back. and she's yeah. he's got the pegs on the wheels in the back. It's really circa like nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Like high school in the nineties.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh. You know. Okay.
0: Yeah. But they're just two adult celebrities in New York. <laughs> I hope this is true.
3: I like them together. I think that's great. They're both single. Yes. Working on a project together. They are. Which could also mean that they're just friends working on a project together. And but that still they hang out, right?
1: But yeah. still. I don't know. I mean they're two good looking people. Mm-hmm. If this is true, you know. She's
0: ridiculously good looking.
1: Well, and yeah. he's not exactly you know, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. Let me yeah, tell you, especially, and he's uh, he's been working he's been working out again lately. Yeah, and I'm looking at a uh, I follow him on the Insta on the Gram as on the, the gram. kids call it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: um, let's just say he ain't ugly. No, he's not. No, no he's not.
0: Rumors began circulating um, that they were an item just days after she filed for divorce from her husband Carl Glusman. Oh, back in mm. January. In January, yeah sources mm. said at the time though that she was still single but I don't know, listen if I had a nickel for every actor and actress yep. who developed a love connection while on a project, I'd have so many nickels I wouldn't even know what to do with them all so yeah. you know, I'd go Think play about- the nickel slots at Mystic Lake <laughs> with yep. all those nickels <laughs> <laughs> I would, <laughs> that would
3: do. Mm-hmm. Okay. that's true it's kind of, it would be kind of hard to not fall in love with your coworker.
1: Yeah, Howard Stern talks about it yeah. all the time, about how, like, you're in a trance on a movie set. Really? How just, like, yeah. You're, it's like it's summer euphoric. camp love. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know? Aww. Or, like, if you were me, it was, like, youth group camp. <laughs> it just depends on what yes. kind of camp you go to. Camp you mm-hmm. well. yeah. 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 I mean, that praise music can be intoxicating. <laughs> um, Britney Spears, let's talk about what's going on with her. Her dogs have been taken away from her. mm what? Uh, this is according to TMZ that her dog sitter and housekeeper believed the pets were being neglected. And that is what triggered a confrontation between Brittany and her housekeeper that has led to a criminal investigation. Oh, what? my goodness. So yeah. sources are saying that a couple of weeks ago, one of her dogs got sick. The dog sitter is also a nurse. And the dog sitter took the, no- the dog and Brittany's other dog to the vet. The dogs never came home. And uh, sources telling TMZ, the dogs that are kept and took care of the dogs because she believed they weren't safe at Brittany's house. So then Brittany called the sheriff's department to report a theft on August 10th. When cops arrived, she backed off and sent them away. Sources saying she was prepared to file a theft report over the dogs, but then had a change of heart. Now, now we get to this Monday, this Mm -hmm. week. Brittany still didn't have the dogs. She didn't know where they were, but she thought her dad had something to do with the disappearance. Mm. So she confronted the housekeeper the housekeeper expressed concern that the dogs had been neglected and showed Brittany photos that she'd taken off on her cell phone of when one of the dogs was sick. And so it's Brittany believes that Jamie orchestrated this whole thing. Brittany became very upset, told the housekeeper she wasn't allowed to take photos of in her house, all this stuff. And then Brittany knocked the phone out of the housekeeper's hands Yeah. And the housekeeper says that Brittany struck her arm. And so now we have an investigation. Now they're right. There's a battery charge that the woman wants to file. She's filed a battery report with the Ventura County Sheriff's Department. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. Doesn't she
3: have... Isn't that part of the... Well, I guess maybe housekeeping, depending on what that but means. But you would just
0: automatically take care of the dogs,
3: like yeah, how do or neglect that, the dogs. Are you part of it too, or does she have people for that? I'm not sure just, how that works. Of all yeah. the
2: people in the world that support Brittany—it just amazes me how she can get people in her home yep. that are taking videos know. that are yeah. against her, that are money grabbers. Right. I mean, I'm just these—I these, don't Papa. know. Papa, Papa yeah. Spears. He's
0: placed everybody in there. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So everybody in her life, yep. who's in her house all the time, is never chosen by her. Mm. Wow.
1: I still don't get the wow. holding of the breast videos. I, I, I in pictures. I, I tried to read her posts, and she just did another one overnight. And I, and I don't understand <laughs> if there's a secret meaning to it. I'm not even being snarky or sarcastic. Mm-hmm. It's just it doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't know. She did another one. And I'm like, what is this supposed to be? Is this a signal? I thought it was about body positivity, but they're just unusual. And I'm just, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Another thing. Can I just say that I don't get are the TikTok videos with the, the tapping of the, the fist pumping of the hands and the answering questions.
1: Yes. Am I an idiot?
0: Here you can you know. tell me. You know what are my feelings. No. I haven't seen no. those. Yeah, they're, they're all over everywhere. everywhere. People everywhere. go, dude, dude, do, dude, dude. They bop their fists together. Don, I'm gonna send you an example. Okay. And then they yeah. answer questions, but they just sit there with a closed mouth smile. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh no,
3: no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a I'm hand scared. there's a hand dance that they do. I don't and get it! Is it the hand jive? Dun, 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 dun. Know. And then they point up to the question. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I kind of love them, but I, don't. <laughs> I, I hear you. We,
1: we totally love Elizabeth Reese. <laughs> yes, That's Twin Cities Live. Down the rabbit hole when we come back.
5: And now, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy.
1: Isn't it funny how whenever we go to a county fair or a state fair, the first thing we do is see if they have some kind of pornography booth
0: <laughs> <Yes>. oh,
5: <what>? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back <laughs>
1: And isn't it odd how that deep thought from Saturday Night Live connects to various conversations we've had on our show today?
3: Yep. It's Only a theme us. today. It
1: is a theme. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it is. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis, in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. Um,. Friday. Hey, by the way, programming note, we usually do this at the top of the eight. And usually here we do forced movie review, which will be coming back very shortly. Uh, we're approaching the yes. fall season. Uh, our vacations are winding down. And uh, so, Kenny, you, you're going to want to get those movies ready because um, wow. we're we're going to remember he's picking for uh, Alexis and me.
2: Oh, OK. Good. No, he's not.
1: Yes, I he for, is. He is. He's picking one of the worst, whatever. let what? like, you Remember, yeah. I,
3: I he don't gets to pick that. a
1: horrible movie for us to watch. <laughs> the two of us, not Dawn. Dawn gets Just off. Just us, okay. Easy. Yes.
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bring it on, so. Kenny. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's coming back in a few weeks. <laughs>
3: it gets <off> Whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, but right now, we're going to enter my mind. It's a fast pass, a Disney fast pass uh, into my mind uh, to explore uh, a, a specific moment in pop culture history. Here we go. Here they go. They go
3: down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit Down the rabbit
1: And this one is a fun one. Uh, this is a really intriguing moment in pop culture history. We're going to 1980 uh, when the ABC network uh, unceremoniously fired Suzanne Summers from one of their top ten shows, Three's Company. Uh Throwing the show and the network into a little bit of turmoil and really uh, putting a knife uh, to Suzanne Summers' career. Now, a little to set the stage a little bit for the youngins or for us old folks that may not remember. Three's Company was a top five show uh it was a giant hit with John Ritter, Joyce DeWitt and and uh Suzanne Somers. The show made Suzanne Somers an international star. At the time, her Q ratings, she was the most popular woman on television uh, in most demographics. And her people knew that. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was it. I mean, it was she was on the cover of Newsweek. She was on every magazine. She was on The Tonight Show. She was everywhere. Well, um, her contract was up in between the fifth and sixth season of Three's Company. And she was way ahead of her time, way ahead of her time. Now it would be no big deal for a woman in a TV show to do this. Hi, see Grey's Anatomy. But she was realizing that John Ritter, as the dude on the show, was making contractually, always had to make more than her and Joyce DeWitt. And and she was realizing that every comparable star on any network was making way more than she was. Um, for instance, my guy, Larry Hagman, was making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars an episode for Dallas. Suzanne was making thirty thousand an episode for Three's company, which was a cash cow for ABC.
3: So big hit and a lot of people watch because of her.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chrissy Snow was the most popular character. Mm-hmm. So between the fifth and sixth season, Suzanne went in uh, to renegotiate and she asked Joyce DeWitt and John Ritter because they had a favored nations clause if they would band together and renegotiate, and she goes, look, I'm gonna ask for 150, and if I get 150 and a piece of the back end, you two will as well, and they denied her request. So um, that's where we're gonna kind of pick up the story. Here is Suzanne telling her side of it. Now at this point, her husband is her agent and decides to confront uh, the ABC folks, and uh, you'll hear her name, Ted. Ted is the producer of Three's Company, and oof, this this is juicy. Here's how that meeting went down.
4: So my husband went in, and the lawyer for ABC was George Sunderland, and my lawyer was Gunther Schiff. And Alan Hamill and Gunther Schiff walk in, and Mickey Ross is sitting in a chair. It doesn't get up when Alan walks in. ABC lawyer Sunderland looks at my lawyer and says, you got me last time, but you're not going to get me this time, because they had negotiated the Cindy Williams... Penny Marshall deal, and ABC was paying more for Penny and Cindy than they wanted to.
1: That's Laverne and Shirley, same network.
4: My lawyer right then should have backed out, really, and said, I'm not going to do you any good here. But anyway, he didn't. So they sit down, and my husband says, as you know, um, Suzanne's, you know, been on the show for six years now, and she has the highest demographics of all women in television in the desired ages of 18 to 49, and she's been on you know, hundreds of, of magazine covers, and she brought a, 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 so much publicity to the show. So. She would like to um, be paid, which the the men are averaging on television, which is 150000 a week, uh, and a piece of the back end. And Mickey Ross, <laughs> Mickey Ross is in the chair, and he's smoking. And when Alan finishes, he throws his cigarettes up, stomps it out with his feet, leans over to my husband, he said.
1: Oh, now I can't, he... Uh...
5: Something I can't. I, I,
1: yeah, you want me to give her a piece of my blank? Yeah. So here. Yes.
4: And at that moment, my career was over. <laughs> Done. So in the morning, when my husband had left for this meeting, he said, You know, this could all blow out of the water. And I said, Yeah. He said, So you want me to go ahead with this? And I said, They're not going to get rid of Chrissy. <laughs> Never think that you are you are not replaceable.
1: So Alan came home, went upstairs. Uh, Suzanne was waiting, really nervously waiting for this. You know, there was no cell phones at the time. And he walked in the room and Suzanne said, he looked at her and said, it's over. It's wow. over. Like you're off the show. Um, they're, Sorry. <laughs> they're not going to renegotiate. Well, ABC did not want... ABC did not want the publicity of firing her, so they made Suzanne. And this is where this is so horrible, such an indignity. They made Suzanne uh, finish out her contract. And now, look, I mean, contract's a contract. That's not where the lack of dignity comes in or the lack of respect. But they did it in such a crass, horrible way. And here is what the you know, here's the producer of Three's Company. Uh, describing what they made Suzanne do to finish out the rest of that season uh, to prevent her from calling in sick, which she did, to be fair. She played a lot of contract games. Uh, Here's the producer, Ted, describing how they handled Chrissy Snow and Suzanne Summers for the rest of that season.
5: We decided that uh, we wouldn't let her hold the show hostage by coming in and rehearsing and then having something go wrong. So we created, and the network wouldn't let us fire her for breach of contract Mm. because they were worried about the ratings. So what we did, we created a role for her at the end of the show where she went home, left the apartment, went home because her mother was ill to take care of her mother, and phoned back to the show at the end of every show to... Uh, just have a a little conversation with Joyce or John or somebody.
1: And that's how they finished off the season. She was escorted onto the set by a cop. She wasn't allowed to enter the Three's Company set. They built basically a box with a fake wall and a phone and forced, and then the cop would wait there. She would film her little one-minute vignette alone. They would feed her lines, and then she was escorted off the lot and she wow. did that for the rest of the season. And then Chrissy Snow was just written off. And then she received the call at the end of the season that ABC was not going to pick up the option for her contract for the sixth season of Three's Company. And she was written off the show.
5: So, Whoa. wow, yeah. Yeah. Ew. I mean, it's pretty gross. What, what could have been done differently on Suzanne's part?
1: Yeah. And Susanna's taking ownership. You know, she played some games. I mean, she, you know, she called in, you know, once they um, once they denied her offer, uh, th- she would call in sick the night of taping, which, you know, the crews there and John and Joyce are there. They're her two co-stars unfair to them. You know what I mean? And cost. The company money caught, wasted her colleagues' time. She realized there was a different way to go about it, and she takes ownership. So she could have handled it in a different way. Um, also, um, probably not giving the network in 1980 an ultimatum like that. It was a different era. and a wo- I'm just being blunt. A woman walking in there. Had no position of power, and it was probably. And she had, uh, she was ruling by ego. You heard her say she came in there with a sense that she was irreplaceable, mm-hmm. and nobody is irreplaceable.
5: But she was, uh, she wasn't. I mean, well, she was I, the show. You you're know? right, and the ra- and I wonder if she would have been honest with the public and told the public what was going on. If the public would have, you know, um, yeah. reacted in her favor. Uh, well, you know, what her argument. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go go, go ahead, ahead, Lex. No, no,
1: no. You go. Her, her argument was made, you know, she was ahead of her time a couple times. She was right and ahead of her time, and then we, we got to go. But one, she was right. Even though you are, yeah. everyone's, everyone, everyone's replaceable, she kind of wasn't, though, because though the show went on for a couple more years, I think two more yeah. years, the show stinker. was never the same, and the, the ratings no. went down. So she really yeah. proved she was irreplaceable. And number two, she paved the way... For the mayor, she paved the way for what we're seeing now, decades later, Um, she was right to do that. But it was what a woman you heard what she said. The lawyer said a woman standing up to, you know, smoky guy. You know, it was unheard of. I wonder if her so,
3: co-stars kind of regret that, too.
1: Joyce DeWitt regrets it.
3: And standing up. And yeah. yeah.
1: So fascinating, fascinating era of uh, television there. When we come back, Don McClain, we have a dual jump the shark next.
5: I'm jumping the shark, shark, shark. shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Peter?
1: Dump the shark.
5: It was dump a <laughs>
1: Jason and Alexis, in the morning, time to unveil the person, place, or thing that has jumped the shark today. Don McLean has it.
2: Yes, um, it's all about passengers misbehaving. Um, There was an article on TMZ saying that the Federal Aviation Administration um, told them or they discovered that their unruly passenger fines have hit a $1 million mark. Okay, there have been 3,889 reports of unruly behavior this year. Many of them, uh, they're ridiculous passengers. They've been given these fines. Um, It's anywhere, a lot of them, because of freakouts about masks, not wanting to wear a mask, uh, people throwing objects. There was a JetBlue passenger that was fined. $45,000 Forty five thousand for throwing objects including his carry on at other passengers, lying on the aisle floor, grabbing a flight attendant by the ankles and putting his head up her skirt. That what? got forty five thousand dollar fine. Uh, a Frontier Airlines passenger, a $30,000 fine after trying to gain entry into the cockpit by assaulting two flight a- assaulting two flight attendants, threatening to kill one of them, and demanding they open the door.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, that one right there should just be banned for what? life. I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't continue. Banned <laughs> I mean, for life. And
2: duct taped. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Then we've got another JetBlue passenger, uh $17,530 fine for failing to comply with the mask mandate, vaping on the plane, and drinking out. Alcohol not served by the airline. Uh, we've got another uh, Allegiant passenger. $10,000 fine for refusing to wear a mask and then urinating on the bathroom floor, which leaked into the galley. Ew. Those are just some of the... People are shocking. gross. Shocking. The The lowest fine what? is $7,500. Um, and they've all been charged with crimes. What has happened to the public? I... I just my, don't understand.
1: I, my piggyback, Dawn, It's so funny. Ew. I saw. I was. I went on the our rundown to write. I'm like, I wonder who has a jump of shark today, because I had just seen it was a tweet, uh-huh. and it and it was from United Airlines, or it was a uh, a news story from the New York Times about New York about a United saying, and the headline was very similar to this: We do not want to duct tape our passengers, our unruly passengers. And I thought to myself. Where are we as people? Where are we in the world that that is even a new story that a, that an airline has to contemplate that. And I'm being very serious. It struck me. And then when I saw what you wrote, Don, I'm like, perfect. Um, where are we that that the United Airlines board of directors has to meet with their marketing team to make a statement that they have decided to not duct tape unruly passengers? It's such a problem, problem. It's so prevalent that the the net that the airline had to make a statement. What the hell is wrong with people?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, this didn't. This rarely happened. Like, yeah. I don't know 10 how many years ago can we go back and say we didn't have these stories it's Uh, really uh, bizarre to me very
1: bizarre very bizarre to me I mean not bizarre Uh, I I I, look I uh, it's it's not bizarre it's just pathetic and yeah. and I, I'm I we've said it before on jump the shark we've said it in other conversations a lot of these people not only duct tape but they should be banned for life Absolutely. banned for life not not you a six month suspension no 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 no, no, no 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 and maybe
2: they are we don't know it's just you know the mask thing that is a reason why people are freaking out and they are unstable. The other ones, I'm, don't I'm not I'm not. excusing that. That's no. just ridiculous. No, no, no. But the other ones, how people like the guy who was the Frontier Airline guy, who they had to duct tape, Yeah. that didn't have anything. Ugh. I don't know what that had to do with, but he grabbed the flight attendant's breath. Um He punched the flight attendant in the face. I mean, this guy trying to get into the cockpit? Yeah.
3: I mean, losers like this need to be stopped.
2: I mean, yeah. they are. This is. But why are they so prevalent? Like, what is happening? It's just. I guess just that's
1: a me, larger me. question that we're emboldened. Me, or
2: emboldened yeah. To... yeah.
5: It's just me, 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 I think me, me, me. I think you're right. They should never be allowed to fly on the No fly list no. permanently.
1: I don't even, they shouldn't even be allowed to How do, do Greyhound know? or Amtrak or uh, <laughs> taxis or Uber or bicycles or unicycles or tricycles or Hot Wheels. Nothing.
2: No Hot Wheels. <laughs> they have to no. hop on one foot. Bumper
1: cars. They shouldn't be allowed of county fairs. What's fares. the
2: solution? Do they have a padded cell that they have Something. to put into? You know, yeah. I mean, and you just put them in the padded cell? So you oh, on have to every live airplane? Like a, uh, yeah. I mean, what do you do like if a you can't? animals don't get
5: it. A pair of Marshals on every plane. I don't yeah. know. Oh,
2: gosh.
1: I
5: don't know. Go out there and be yourself, because nobody can nah. tell you're doing Not it wrong. This. Don't do
1: this. Don't do this, right, Lex? Right.
3: You be you. <laughs> Happy Friday, everyone. Have a great weekend. We love you, and we'll talk on Monday. Bye for now. Don and Steve up next.